Welcome back to Show Me What I've Been Missing, your pop culture podcast that says, hey, remember that thing? I'm one of your hosts, Elizabeth Stanton, and with me, bleh, sorry, with me is my other host. Back, what's up? With me. She with, said, with me. Whisk. Whisk me away to saying your name. What's your name? <laughs> Chris Mack. What's up, everybody? <laughs> and we're whisking you back in time to the early 2000s. As we watch Sex in the City from start to finish, yeah. I've seen it a bajillion times. Chris has seen it pretty much not at all. Almost and one. Almost one full time. Almost through. one full oh, time. We are, we are genuinely so, so close, close to you finishing <laughs> one full revolution yeah. of Sex in the City. One yeah. full turn, turn of the sun around there. Yeah. One full spin of the DVDs. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost there. Yeah, we are on our episode 95. We're going to hit 100 episodes in five episodes. That's crazy. That's very exciting. Um, but it sadly like won't directly coincide with the finale, which would be pretty cool if it did. Yeah. But that's fine. We did some other adventures along the way before we yeah. committed. Before we figured time. it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so technically, we can like erase those episodes. Just be like, yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> this is the first I already episode. numbered them. We can't. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Would that be so shitty if we try to go back? Like, I will, just, I, we, there's a reason I, we never did those. <laughs> there's a reason I have all the logins for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Give it up for our technical team. It's me. I'm of one. Team. <laughs> it's me. Hi, I'm the technical team. <laughs> 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 oh, all right, good. <laughs> We're off to a great start. Always. So, um, this is an interesting one. This is like sort. This one was like simultaneously kind of very serious, but like a yeah. lot of funny jokes happened. Yeah, yeah, man. This is a. This is a. Man, this is because it's it's. This episode is so funny how this a lot of the topics of this show are still things that we talk oh, about today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the big, the big uh, topic the big fo- of this episode. Focus on Carrie, yeah. Yeah, man, that's a. Uh, it's like that's still something that, especially now. I mean, and that's the thing too. Like you're seeing more of what's happening with her and like Samantha and the rest of the girls more now than than it was back then. Like now, you know, there there are, are more women in 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 their I guess. You can say late 30s. latter half, yeah, la- latter half of thirties <laughs> that are wanting children still, but like you know, it's. I mean, there's so many things affecting yeah. it. Yeah, uh, I mean, big a lot of big things up. It is the economy. Like that's being, yeah, it's like, children in this economy. In this economy, that's my that's my it's first almost, reaction. It's almost stupid to do it. Honestly, it really is. In, in, <laughs> financially irresponsible. To yeah. Do it Especially if you live in Los Angeles. Oh my God, I I know I uh, yeah we'll we'll get into it more. But the big debate is like, should does Carrie want a kid or not? And I, like I, I can't imagine I don't have like a boyfriend or whatever now or a partner where we're like thinking about that. And people are like, well, you can still have one if you want. I'm like, on this fucking salary, I well, don't think so. <laughs> At least not yeah. here in this city. <laughs> no way, man. No way. Like for, I mean, honestly, to be a single parent, you got to make like six figures. If you ain't making six figures, stop it. You're you're gonna be hurt. Yeah, six figures or more, really. Like I would say, yeah. like a mid six figures. Like we're talking like two hundred, three hundred. You know, Especially maybe. nowadays, it was yeah. It's in theory, more manageable, but sure. not really. But like it feels like financially, it might have been more manageable back in the day. I know it truly wasn't for most people, but nah. compared to now. 
Shit. I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's get into the episode. Who do you want to start with? Uh, I mean, does anybody else really have a story in this? Besides maybe Samantha, Samantha and, and Miranda do, but we could just start with Karen yeah, if you want. Because yeah. Charlotte's kind of co- dovetails with Charlotte doesn't really have her own storyline per se. Right. She's yeah, yeah. Tied into all this kid stuff. So. Although she was super cute this episode. I she loved was... her in this episode. She was <laughs> super cute. This so funny. So cute. Uh, so, sorry, sorry. Did you want to start? Sorry, who do you want to uh, start with? Uh, I was gonna say, do you want to just start with Carrie and get into it, or do you want to start with Miranda or Samantha? This is I the episode like, I've right. mentioned a couple episodes back, uh-huh. really making me question Miranda like as a person. You know what? Let's get into her because yeah. that's that's really who I want to start with because. Yes. I didn't like nothing she did this episode. I didn't like anything she did. (laughs) She kind of came around at the very end, but it was like... I I don't know how authentic authentic it was. Yes. You know what I mean? Anyway, let's get into it. Well, and it also helps set up the other storylines that we'll we'll discuss. So they're at brunch uh, and Miranda's like, oh, I had to leave early because I'm taking a long trip in the mountains with Steve. And they're like, that's your honeymoon. Well, first she was like, man. "I'm taking a long weekend." That's yeah, how she just classified. Like, she didn't yeah. even say like, "I'm going out to like to do something cool." She was like, I have to, "I'm taking a long weekend," and then they had to ask a long weekend, yeah. and then she like reluctantly like, said, "Oh," she said, and she didn't even make it seem like it was a a, a, a joint idea. She was like, mm-hmm. "Steve, Steve wants to go away for the weekend." And I guess I'm gonna go with him. Like you know what, what I mean? Like it was like that. It was like that. Totally ties back to your point from the last episode where you're like. Yeah. I don't think she wanted to get married or uh, to him or to do any of this. Like it's it's insane how yeah. bitchy she is about everything in this. Yeah, anyway. like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, the fact that she just re- to me, I mean, here's the thing. I know that there's some people out there who just like aren't like you know super romantic or whatever. Yeah. But like, even the people who aren't like super romantic can get a little bit excited about going to have a few days off with their spouse that they supposedly yeah. love. You know what I mean? Like, if nothing else. You would think she would be excited about this to get away from the bank. Yeah, because she she's like it's you know the honeymoon or the, or she finally confesses it's yes basically their honeymoon and they're like yeah. well, who's who's gonna watch Brady and she's like oh we're taking him with us and the girls are like well uh, you need to have a proper honeymoon yeah just leave the baby with Magda and Magda already has the time off for herself because of how they originally planned it and charlotte's yeah. like oh my god i'll totally watch the baby which charlotte is so hyped she, she's gonna kidnap that baby <laughs> i mean also too like this I, I also wanted to point out that the first person to volunteer was charlotte and oh, not yeah. the baby's godmother which is carrie which but again, carrie I, does i still don't understand how she I don't is understand the godmother either. um but carrie does and she and everybody is shocked yeah. Like, oh, and she. Yeah, even Charlotte's like, oh, you're what? <laughs> uh, Charlotte is full on. Carrie's like, well, yeah, it's just for a couple days. How hard could it be? And Car- Charlotte is full on gesturing, like, I will be there now. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 don't, don't worry. <laughs> like, I mean, to be honest, that's how. I mean, if I've got two people in front of me knowing these characters and yeah. I have a baby to hand one of them, it's not going to be to Carrie. Because, <laughs> I mean, as far as what we have seen or what they have shown us, this is Carrie's first time, like being alone with Brady. A baby, yeah, yeah, like or just a baby in general, right? Yeah, like mm-hmm. 
you know, she's held him a couple of times. She's held other babies in the show, like yeah. from other friends that have had kids, but I don't think she's, she's ever taken a baby on for no. like a, an extended period of time. And like, I wouldn't, without being a parent, I think already myself, I wouldn't necessarily yeah. volunteer to do that. I like, w- I have friends who have like toddlers and I'm like, oh, like if you ever ask me yeah. to watch them, can it be like after they go to bed? <laughs> So that I'm just there. I love the honesty. I love it. I can and I and that. I'm not not a kid person, but I just yeah. like like re- getting routines right and all that kind yeah. of stuff sort of stresses me out. Like, yeah, come ask me to babysit after they're like four and five, like four and up. Before that, leave me alone. I ain't got yeah. it. Yeah. I ain't got it. <laughs> four and up, I got them. And that's gen- like genuinely hard to do. Like yeah, yeah. little babies up. To, yeah, up to about four. It's hard work. Yeah. Not that it's not hard work after the fact. I mean, and to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, like some men are very good with like babies and toddlers, but to be honest, most of us after four, we're good. Before four, that's that's all, ladies. <laughs> we can't. We can't. I mean, no, we shit. need to socialize you, you guys, better to <laughs> be more comfortable with that. Frankly, we, well, maybe, but like I don't even know if, if we're honestly like if we can be socialized. Like we might, we still might hurt her. We might be like some Lenny from of Mice and Men. And no, oh my God, Chris. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> my Lord. I'm not putting that in the tags. <laughs> Normally I tag for SEO uh, <laughs> various references we make to improve. Hopefully you find find us this way incidentally like and subscribe um i'm not tagging that one i'm gonna leave the marvel and tiktok tag in there but i'm not subscribe like and subscribe for more analysis of me not tagging of mice and men christ on a bicycle (laughs) (laughs) anyway um so yes, the they Charlotte and Carrie agree to watch Brady. I I well I'll mention Samantha's comment after the sure. fact because it's I like Samantha's discussion. Um, yes. Anyway, so Carrie has Brady the next day, but bundled up to go out. She has enough. I, she has barely enough. Well, no, she doesn't. So she's going down the stairs in her high heels with the baby and like the little stroller. Insane! Yeah. What the hell? Um, this woman is always how is she walking new york in high heels like i know everybody sees this character as like fabulous because she could do that but i'm also just thinking that's stupid why are you yeah. walking the streets of new york in heels all the time that can't be comfortable her feet like i don't know if they've ever shown her feet maybe I, they haven't but her feet should look like train wrecks like it should look like somebody's <laughs> ran over them um, like she should have all kinds of bunions splinters like you know There's no way you're walking on the streets of New York, Manhattan, nowhere. In the reboot, it's a plot point, but the the reveal is that like it wasn't the high heel. She had something else wrong with like her calf or whatever your Achilles tendon back there or whatever. So she need she does need surgery for it eventually, but uh, and that's a whole plot point and stuff. But her feet should be jacked up. They should look like my her feet should look like mine after I've been in the Marines. That's what she, her feet yeah. should look like. <laughs> I've never Straight seen up. your feet. You yeah. don't want to. I never, and I'll never show them to you. <laughs> Much appreciated. There's some things that no people should see. You're right. That's fine. I'm mad that I'm mad that ex girlfriends have seen my shit. 
I'm mad about it. I'm like, why'd you look at my feet? How dare you? Um, but then I do like this exchange. Charlotte calls her and Charlotte is like unboxing like applesauce and cracker. Like she has like every kid snack you could want in front of her. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, she's like a, a the mom that mom that's like in charge of the after school program. She had yeah. everything. Yeah, applesauce. She had like crackers. She had the, the little lunchable thing. I was like, damn, I want to go to Charlotte's time right to shine. now. This is her time to shine. She's Let me tell you good. something. If, if I was a kid, I'd want to be a Charlotte's. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, because there's be no food at Carrie's. We know that. Not baby food. There's food. But Certainly baby not baby food. food. I don't Probably some old Chinese food. food. I was gonna say, old, I think there's barely food at yeah, Carrie's. Some old lo mein noodles in the fridge or some shit like that. I ate out, Uh, like I did DoorDash like way too much last week. Hey, and I day. like two meals a day a couple times. Yeah, and I looked at that bank account and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, that's what never a hashtag never again until something else ha- goes wrong. But anyway, right. um, <laughs> <laughs> Carrie is is gonna take Brady to Alexander's, and Charlotte's like, he's a baby guy because he does not seem like he's a baby guy, right? you know well i mean it's hard to say in this regard because he's just an older gentleman he's just an older guy yeah yeah but like from what i've seen most older dudes that i know are great with kids yeah so i i mean it's hard to say just because like he doesn't talk about his kids or whatever Mm -hmm. so maybe that maybe i could i could maybe infer that from them thinking that to like because he doesn't like you know he clearly has a daughter we find out like, yeah we find yeah he never brings her up but you know um but i, I love the exchange uh and charlotte's like well is it safe over there and carrie's like no it's a death trap i'm just gonna put a pillow around the kid and hope for the best <laughs> I, never... <laughs> I love that bit. i love that joke so much because i know on the other end charlotte charlotte's was... like <laughs> She's literally imagined like the chokey from Matilda yeah. being Alexander's house and she's freaking out on the other end. It's there hilarious. are probably a lot of sharp corners for a baby to walk around. Sure. I mean, he does too. work with like metal and shit like that, yeah. right? When he does art. But he's so. not going to let Brady in like the studio part of his apartment. Right. That's what I mean. That's what I was also thinking too. I was like, he has two separate. Yeah. he. I think he has enough sense, even if he wasn't a baby guy, to yeah. not let that happen. Yeah. But Carrie gets there and of course she's like a fucking wreck. Um, she, she oh because we forgot to say in the beginning of the episode she was like oh we're getting closer because he gave me his like a set of keys and the code to his like you know house alarm right so she gets there and she doesn't remember the stupid code of course the she bumps into the table i think and like knocks yeah. his glass vase off which of course the baby immediately goes for because that is right. a baby and it's like all they do is yeah go for the most dangerous item available of course of course it's like it's it's, i swear to god babies have the the worst survival instincts on the planet they immediately go for wall sockets sharp things hot things like it's it's like they want to perish it's like they want to i swear to god it's a miracle any of us are here it's it it really like honestly if it wasn't for parents there would be no us it would be if there were nobody's (laughs) if no adults were watching toddlers or babies in general game over <laughs> extinct extinct it'd be nothing but animals on this planet so like the baby's crying and so alexander comes from the the studio space next door he gets the alarm code and i i love this too where she's like brady knocked the the vase over and he's like that's really pathetic blaming the baby <laughs> <laughs> like, that's such a fucking solid joke 
I know, like they implied, like he's like doesn't get humor or whatever. But like, that's no, really that was a good. That's a, that was a good joke. That was a really good joke. <laughs> and he just he delivers it so perfectly. Oh, he so really good. did. Uh, yeah. So then and it's later, like because like it's also like a it was like it was like a good joke and also a very cute joke like a so watching cute. like couples yeah. have that little witty banter like that was a very cute joke yeah so uh later like he, they're playing with the baby like he alexander's got like paints out for him and is letting him finger paint and, and do all sorts of fun stuff yeah and she asks if he's thought about kids and he's like oh i had one many years ago but i've also had a vasectomy so you know shops closed on making babies and he asks her if she ever wanted kids and she's like i might but i haven't gotten around to it he's like well how old are you and she's like 38 (laughs) which i turned 37 this year um and it's definitely a concern um i also have a for a additional complication though of having gone through chemotherapy and stuff it's yeah right yeah, that's a little yeah, different yeah, 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 uh yeah. which i'll get into as we get into the whole really the kind of the thrust of the episode is this conversation between carrie and charlotte yeah because they're watching brady at the park and carrie tells charlotte about you know oh he says he doesn't want any more kids and charlotte's like well bye it's over then carrie's like well i'm not so sure and Charlotte's like, we've got the tick. Charlotte's whole point is, you've got the ticking clock. You, if you want the family, you shouldn't stay with him because he doesn't want to have a fam- any further family. You know, and his kid's already grown, so it's not like she's really a stepmom, the kid, or anything like that. And you need to have a conversation with him about this. And Carrie is like, I know all that, that, and but also she's like, I'm not sure if I'm actually a baby person. She's like, I've always gone after what I wanted, like the writing career, fancy shoes. And she's like, wouldn't I have kind of tried for a baby at some point if I wanted one? Right. And Charlotte says, you know, why give up a baby for a man you hardly know? And Carrie's like, well, why give up a man for a baby? I don't know. I mean, I I, I see both points. I do. Yeah, that's the hardest part. But I also think that for a woman, especially a woman like her, I think she would get more, way more fulfillment from being a mom than she thinks that she would. Maybe. I think she would. Yeah. But I, I can see where she kind of is realizing she's not that into it. Like, mm. I, I'm i sort of stuck almost in this similar thing. Again, I'm not dating anybody, mm-hmm. but, like, my big dilemma is, like, do I spend the money to try to, like, freeze eggs? And unfortunately, like I said, I've, since I've gone through chemotherapy, at least this one doctor... I've been to you know I could possibly go to others again don't really have the money for it but her point her point was like we can do this but just kind of know there's not a lot of great research Mm -hmm. on uh women who have gone through chemotherapy freeze eggs unfreeze those eggs and then try to use them Mm -hmm. as far as like viability concerns Mm -hmm. so it's like I'm not infertile or anything like that but it's a lot a lot a lot harder but like that was frankly when i was diagnosed i was 33 Mm. and the doctor uh, but i was also like stage four which is slightly different than uh for blood cancers because i had lymphoma uh than other cancers per se but it was still like we have to start now and the doctor i have was like i you know normally a young i'm a young adult Mm. patient because i'm under 39 thanks that's so young so youthful (laughs) 
such a nice designation to have. It's nice. <laughs> Um, nice, nice. But uh, she was like, normally, you know, when we find cancer in patients so young, we, yeah, we do try to offer fertility preservation because of the whole like uh, unknown long-term impact on chemotherapy and eggs and stuff like that. But I was way too far along (laughs) with cancer to put it off to do hormone injections and egg harvesting, all that stuff. It was sort of like, I could, uh, we could have a lot worse outcome. Hooray, we saved my eggs, but I'm dead, basically. Like, could have been the outcome. Right. You know, so it was like, whoa, I was like, whoa, whoa, yeah, definitely not banking the future on an imaginary future kid here. So let's let's pump some chemo in. Yeah. Um, Then that's not Carrie's situation by any means, but like, and also definitely at this time, fertility preservation was starting to pick up steam mm-hmm. and it's and wasn't uncommon but not as sort of like widely pursued i think as it is now partially cost is still pr- cost prohibitive like i said yeah. i i legit probably can't afford unless i get a partner who does want mm-hmm. like kids and stuff unless i get a moneyed up partner who wants to spend money with me on at least trying to snag some eggs it's gonna be a whole thing snack some eggs (laughs) well uh, and also people are well you could still have like if if i stayed single people would be like well you can Mm. still have a kid if you want to i was like i don't want to have a kid to just have one though right yeah that's it that's just irresponsible and i think that's kind of carrie's thing is like you know she's had these long some long-term boyfriends but like we all know big big is probably not father material (laughs) Aiden, obviously, he has a kid when we saw him last. He was, but even before that kid, he was definitely dad material. Like but he was 100%, 100% dad material. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But she didn't seem to want that with Aiden. Well, I think uh, that's a her were. problem. I don't think that's a him problem. Oh, no, no. But that's the point is like, yeah. Charlotte's very insistent. She's like, I think you're a baby person. Kind of like you were saying, like, I think you're a baby person. I think you'd get enjoyment out of being a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, Aiden? Hey, I don't know. But part of that is just because Carrie doesn't want any responsibility. Like this woman, yeah. is, she doesn't want responsibility. Like any, I mean, honestly, look at the way that she like spends her money. Like she wants to just buy a shoe. She doesn't want to like take her money and like actually have to like put it into somebody else. She wants to be able to just like, she's very, she's a kind of a, that's the thing. That's why I also think that it would be good for her that way because she's kind of a selfish person. But I think a baby would bring that out of her. Mm, yes and no, but and I could just say could bring it, but that does babies do not fix things the way people want them to, and I think it's actually very wisely self aware of Carrie to realize I like doing my stupid shoe spending and and stuff like that, and wouldn't necessarily like to kind of know that about yourself is Mm. really huge, like that kind of self. She's not self aware about a lot of things, but kind of knowing that she wouldn't. (laughs) want to give up that part of herself is is a big deal because that you know but do you think that that a factor do you think a factor of that especially like speaking just like in in real life do you think an impact of that is the length of time like if i'm gonna say wait too long but like if you Mm -hmm. i guess if you wait too long because like you know some people have kids as soon as they're like in their early 20s or like mid-20s or like early 30s but do you think if you the longer you wait the less desire the like the more fearful or 
what do you think? Like, do you think like the length oh, of time think, changes things? I think it's just honestly generally dependent on the person. I, mm. I don't think it's a broad, um, a broad, broad answer to that because it's <laughs> a <laughs> it's a broad answer for broad. It's, it's a fucking broad answer to <laughs> yeah. But I just I don't think there's like a, a blanket answer because um, I I like kids and I know like before i got to this age i certainly thought about it but not with any real sense of urgency and even now mm. i'm like i you could argue like the big trip i've planned for myself and uh to ireland and scotland well the money i'm spending on that i could in theory actually put towards egg preservation but i'm like i don't want to i want this yeah. trip for me and yeah. you know I think you've been through enough to get that. I think you've been. <laughs> I think you deserve have, it. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people very kindly said that. I really yeah, appreciate I think, it. I think, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think it's okay. And yeah, th- and that's the hard part, though, is like, it's just, it's these tough decisions that unfortunately, like, nature forces upon you Yeah. as a woman that it doesn't force upon guys. And that that's what makes it so much harder. Yeah. Uh, and also, I have to point, uh, not to get too political, but there are a lot of several states now that are going after IVF because they disapprove of the fact that embryos get destroyed in the process. Like even if they don't implant, like if you if there's a pregnancy loss, even after they try to implant the embryo, like they consider that like an abortion, and it's ridiculous. Oh. So oh. yeah, you'd think that, like these gung ho baby nuts would be like, yeah, pump out as many babies as you can well, with IVF, I, but they disapprove kinda... of it. That's kind of what I was going to go, a direction I was kind of going to go as far as like how much it costs to, you know, harvest your eggs, right? Or to like freeze your eggs, right? Like you would think a country that's saying like, oh, abortions are bad would like make, you know, the cost of freezing your eggs like free or very cheap, you know what I mean? Like talking like, you know, $2,000 or something like that instead of a, you know, 10,000 or or more process. It's because they don't actually care about the kids. Right. Correct. That's that's the answer to that Correct. question. <laughs> Correct. Um, so yeah, I I do kind of empathize with it. this tough situation carries in, and as far as like, because because it's she's been dating Alexander for two months now, yeah. and which is is she admits later on is not that long amount of time. No, but she is older, and that's yeah. the. Because I was going to ask that because Charlotte says that. She's like, you know, at 38, you kind of don't have time to just like play around if you yeah. do, if you are planning on having a family and stuff like that. And I, and, and I just want to ask you though, as a, as a, as a 37 year old woman, just not even family shit. It's like, as far as dating, like, do you find yourself being more direct with a person or like straight up front? Like, look, if this ain't the real shit, then like, let's not even play the game. Or... I, unfortunately, I haven't had that many dates to like kind of get to that point. But I think yeah. in my head, it's sort of like, I yeah, I'm what I'm dating. I'm looking for. Sorry, was that earthquake? <laughs> I thought my building shook for a second. No, because mine definitely just shook. Okay. Did we get a little earthy, a little earthy yeah, earth, a little earthy earth? That. Little quickie quick, little quickie quick, Twitter check. That's how good this pod. That's how good our podcast is. Earth shaking, earth shaking um, podcast. <laughs> Rumble podcast. <laughs> Put in the Rumble pack. It's time for show me what I've been missing. 
<laughs> the rumble pack. What they uh, what they call this is a hey, the time period that we're in right now. That was definitely the thing. Um, um, packs were thing. Sorry, back to the dating. I'm gonna keep yeah. some of that in because that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, back to the dating question. Um, but no, I will say what I'm dating. I am looking for long term. I'm right. not like looking like some people still are like totally looking for hookups, short term, whatever. That's yeah. fine. I'm like in my in my what I'm looking for. It's like yeah, no, we're looking for quote unquote the one or the long term. Yeah, person, you know. Yeah, uh, long term feller. Um, feller. <laughs> uh, it's like saying feller. <laughs> it's nice. It's like, you know, you don't hear that often. It's nice. Yeah. Um, and and I think Carrie's always kind of been looking for the long term, but it doesn't always seem like she's yeah been had like baby on the brain. You know, Charlotte's obviously very different. Charlotte has oh. wanted a baby. She's been wanting a baby for like four seasons, so. The whole time. (laughs) Yeah, really, yeah, really, the whole whole series, yeah, true, true enough. Um, Yeah, it's, I I just, yeah, because I just wonder that because, you know, it is unfortunate that, you know, Mother Nature has said that you guys have a short Mm -hmm. period of time to, like, reproduce, um, and we just can go as long as our shit works. Uh, However, but I I do wonder that, yeah, as you get older, like, because, because I feel that way even as a guy too it's like Mm -hmm. I'm not like you know necessarily like out there like dating serially or nothing like that but it's like yeah if you want to if you even at a certain age it's like I don't know maybe some guys out there want to be forever bachelors or whatever but it's Mm -hmm. like I ain't trying to be like 45 50 years old still talking about I'm single like that's it's gonna be gross (laughs) like look at how everyone's reacting to Leonardo DiCaprio like he he was not dating that 19 year old he was just photographed next to her but he was also had his eyes on a 23 year old a 25 year old and he's pushing he's almost 50 and i appreciate the kind of societal everyone going like you know that's not as kind of cool and exciting as we like used to think it is and actually speaking of fatherhood one of the because the model he was photographed next to was 19 he's like 48 people then put that side by side with um pedro pascal from the last of us and bella ramsey absurd absurd. uh and that and they have the basically the same age difference but he's essentially playing their father on the show like right and that's what that like that's just like put that age gap in perspective (laughs) those two dudes are about the same age one is literally playing the dad (laughs) look again i that i don't here's my thing it's just at this point, it's like, it's, it's not even, fuck the age gap thing or whatever. It's just like, what, what are you doing at this point? Like, even yeah, yes. even even Clooney got it together and got right? married. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was Thank like the you. bachelor of all bachelors. Like, right. you know, opinions aside about the age gap or whatever, put that aside. You're 50, bro. Like, what are you, what are you really what are you doing? doing? Like, yeah. it's t- like, it's time for you to figure it out. Like, I'm not saying you got to get married, but it's like, you know, pick one of these fucking 25 year olds and stop you know what i mean like you gotta stop at some point because it's just it's not even like creepy anymore it's just pathetic honestly it, yeah it's just it's like it's just it's like we get it that's your thing that's what you do but it's like it's kind of sad now yeah like i feel like no one's like oh uh, yeah like look at that, that lifelong bachelor look at him go everyone's like Oh no, creepy Leo's showing up on the playground again. Right, Shit. that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. Because Clooney was the bachelor of all bachelors. Like everybody yeah. was like, "Oh shit, he's gonna do this for life." But like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, 
Hell, even Hugh Hefner got married. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> a few times. A few times. Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. it may didn't work out, you know what I'm saying? But, like, still, he still was like, hey, I can't be this this guy forever. You know what I mean? Like, at some point, you got to just move on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um. Anyway. So, uh, uh, Carrie gets a call from um, Miranda and... Uh, we'll get to Miranda's bitchy in a minute, but she says should, and that a bunch of times in the conversation, Carrie gets pondering like the whole should, are we shooting all over? <laughs> I like that little pun. Now, we uh, yeah, but yeah. I I I agree with the pondering is is it is to, it's so much of it. It's societal. It's self made. This like you should have this by this time. You should have a partner, a baby, a house, a whatever, right. and. I, I've we've said this before, but like we're slowly finally getting away. I think from the should nature of it. I actually, um, I read the book. I didn't love it because I didn't empathize with all these rich people. But there's a book that's also an FX series now called Fleischman is in Trouble. Okay, and it's sort of told from the POV of the this husband. And he and the wife are about, to, the wife kind of disappears one day. It's leaving him in charge of the kids and they're like heading down the divorce path. But the law, it's, you think it's like the guy's point of view, but it's a Trojan horse thing into the overworked, pulled in too many directions mom. But they're also like filthy rich. And there was an mm. article in the cut about this sort of echelon of New York type woman who was interested, who, identified with the show but like my empathy stopped when they were like i'm only making three hundred thousand dollars a year and i can't i don't want to live in the suburbs of the pod people but i'm not getting my kid into the fancy preschool either and i all i want is like a bathtub and the renovation i'm doing and the what and i'm like okay like they're like when is it the question kept coming up in both the show and the book and this article is like when is it enough and i'm like whenever you fucking say it is this is this is all self-made torture that you're doing to yourself about like right you know i if you uh think the 300k is not going to cover you kick some mine way my way i'll take care of some shit i need to take care of like insane but just yeah the the should the this arbitrary timeline of like oh by the you know people get hung up on like oh my parents did this by this time do you have you seen the price of eggs we aren't doing shit you guys right and that's what i mean too like it's it's that's another thing is like yes you can you can say a lot of shoulds but in 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 this world that we're living in right now should is kind of irrelevant to what we can do you know what i mean yes there are there trust me there are a bunch of people out there who want to get married want to have started a family and things of that nature but if you're doing it the responsible way you don't do it Mm -hmm. because it's not it's not the time to be responsible but if you're you know and like i don't know anybody in their 20s except for some like some youtube or you know some tiktok you know explosers that like you know are making enough money to get married and have a kid right now you know what i'm saying but now i don't know anybody in their 20s that's making like you know close to or at at least six figures because that's what you got to be making to have a kid now period you know and they're just dual income too and they just released there is a study and i think it said 50 percent oh i can't remember the percentage it's a high mm. percentage though of people making six figures are living paycheck to paycheck You're right 
and you would that's, saying, that's not even really enough yeah because so it's not even enough anymore you would yeah. think six figures would get right. you covered it does not yeah it's insane and that's insane so that's what i'm saying like the whole should <laughs> argument is like i get what you're coming from because like oh totally yeah you know what i mean like we shouldn't be we should take you know i think us as a society we should be able to take we should be taking life a little bit more seriously like moving on and figuring out the things that we do want in life mm-hmm. however we can think about it or know the things that we want. However, can we get them is also a factor into that. So it's like yeah. should and should and could have to coincide together, especially in the world that we're living in right now. And also, like it's totally fine to not want the things you are told you should want. You if you don't want kids, if you don't want the house, if you don't want this type of career, that that's fine. And that uh, should be more acceptable right. than it is. Like I think it's you know amazing with like in a carry scenario like kind of recognizing maybe i wouldn't be the best parent and knowing like eh, maybe i won't have kids then uh you know uh well i tell you what i think a lot of people would probably change their mind if we had the economy of the 90s okay you know what I'm like i think we don't have different uh views on like this whole podcast would be so yeah. different if we were oh. in- you know, it's been like real time we probably have two kids right now trying to do this podcast like right yeah like, <laughs> Yeah, mommy, mommy, daddy's working. We're working, we're working. Uh, yeah, if we hadn't had a pandemic and an economic right, slowdown right. slash possible recession, I mean, we, even before that, we were still just barely coming out of a, a recession that we had from years prior, two thousand eight. Yeah, and yeah. we're probably we're looming on that because the housing prices blew out. I'm yeah. no economist, but I feel like things are not great. Um, and everything's ticking by. Oh, and the other thing I want to say though about time though is just even if you have a partner yeah. and you're a woman, some guys run out the clock because they don't admit that they don't want kids. And so they run out the biological right. clock. And so that's no kind of guarantee either. Like that's just true. having a partner. I've read a lot of like, that's you know, too. you know, you talk about having kids and the guy says, oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then it's like, well, can we try from now? No, 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 no. And then boom, it's, almost too late and you know the childbearing years are wasted on someone who you know maybe he did genuinely love her but like he also didn't at the end of the day because he didn't have the balls to say you know what i don't you want to be a parent i don't let's not be together like and that's a genuine that's an understandable and genuine deal breaker that should be respected like fellas if you don't want that baby do not get with a woman who wants the baby but see, and vice versa. There's also, yeah, there's also a, 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 on the reverse side because I was definitely in a relationship where I told the person straight up, like at that time, I was like, I don't want kids. Yeah. I'm really not looking forward to this. I don't see that in my future. And they still decided to stay with me. And like we broke up like like a couple times during the relationship because of that. And I kept telling, like, I'm not changing my mind. And they decided to still stay together. And then we ultimately broke up because they wanted the kids. And I was like, I told you this from the jump. Like, this is kind of on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Despite what you might think, you will probably never convince the other person to change their stance on kids, whatever it may be. If they want them, they want them. If they don't, they don't usually. There's some wiggle room, but there's not a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I also do believe, too, that a person can change their mind depending on who they're with. Because I I can always say that I don't want kids, but then I can meet somebody that makes me want to have those children. Like, I want to, like, enjoy that experience with them. So... It can change, but you know. But you could also find someone that you love just as much and want to be with, and still not want kids. Right, that's yeah. also true. That's also yeah. true. Um, 
so carrie ponders all that and then later she's back with alexander it's just the two of them this time and she finally asks we forgot to mention at the end of the conversation charlotte's like oh like did he have a boy or girl like and carrie's like i didn't ask about the kid she's like don't you think if i was a baby person i might have asked a few more questions about the i mean kid? i, I- she's not wrong about that I, yeah this is like probably carrie what carrie's like most self-aware <laughs> i mean I, like, I gotta give credit where it's due because she definitely i, mean, I know because you know she, if this was put charlotte in that so what kind of is it a little boy little girl like yeah. what's she like show me pictures tell me every know. birthday yeah. every every yeah. knee scrape every school play everything right <laughs> so he uh alexander has a daughter chloe who's 22 and lives in paris with her, as does her mom and he was married to the mom but only for about seven years and he's showing carrie photos and she notes like oh the mom looks so young and he's like well i was young then too and carrie's like why only one kid and he's like i like my life the way it is and i got lucky with chloe and i wrote down probably because mom's doing all the child care let's be real here maybe yeah maybe he seems excited and involved ish but this is what he's presenting to carrie the reality of raising kids is like it takes two people yeah you know it's there's more to it and mom's getting saddled yeah i was gonna think about i was thinking about that too because you know i was like because you know he's from what they've shown about he seems like such a great guy so like the idea that he mm-hmm. was like married and then got divorced like shit what happened yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like he seemed like such a romantic like understanding and nourishing kind of man but maybe that happened after you know yeah, what but you know that. what poetry doesn't change diapers alexander so get in there yeah, yeah you can yeah. read me all the the pushkin you want That's you like go wipe that little butt and heat up the bottle <laughs> Ugh, baby poop is the worst. So gross. It's so So gross. gross. It's the grossest poop of all time. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's part of it, but yeah, Yeah. because I was thinking that too, because like he seems like such a nurturing like dude that you would think that, you know, any relationship with him is like it has to last. Or he's doing what a lot of dads do, which I guess is a whole larger societal thing, but it's like he's there for the fun stuff, but anything harder, he's he's not there. Well, I mean, I imagine too him being like a well-known artist. He was probably traveling a lot, that you know, had, yeah. opening exhibits and things of that nature. So that probably played a factor into that that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, I'm sure he missed a lot of of his daughter. Yeah, and that, like that's that's hard. I I don't know. I feel like actors in Hollywood don't talk about it as much, or they definitely talk about like being away and missing mm. their kids and family and stuff like that. Um, but I gotta imagine that's like a co- more common issue that mm-hmm. they don't really talk about because it's. Uh, obviously not as intense your parent mm. is fine but it's borderline having like a mil- military parent who's not there all the time you know? yeah, yeah obviously very different your parents in a marvel movie you're fine right right <laughs> pretty low stakes in the long run well but yes but, but regardless I mean, the absence impacts. yeah absence is there yeah absence is hard they're taken care of financially but you still need your parents presence in your yeah. life so yeah um so uh she's carrie is later having drinks with samantha and is like i was looking at a whole life that i can't have with him because he doesn't want that basically he doesn't want that life anymore mm-hmm. you know he's done parenting especially because his kid is, is grown she's an adult mm-hmm. um at least the harder parts of parenting you're still a parent right. but you know what i mean yeah. um and she's like kind of wonders well why me then then why would i find this guy if i can't have that life and samantha's like there's a lot of other things in life that are enjoyable 
that that make up life that aren't just having a baby you know sex love travel adventure and carrie's like lists off carrie's one who lists off all those things and samantha's like so you could still have a great you know life with this guy if you wanted to it just wouldn't necessarily have a baby in it and carrie's like that's you know i kind of putting this impossible question on him of will you love me enough to make up for the fact that i didn't have a baby aka is this relationship going to be enough Mm. and samantha kind of scoffs and carries like it yes it has only been two months but she's like so it's it's what i said earlier it's too early in the relationship to have the conversation but too late in her life to wait as as they call it the catch 38 obviously a catch 22 reference right well i mean it's kind of but it is it's like unfortunately yeah it is too early in the relationship but i mean it's also the things that you do got to talk about because you know if it's a possibility, if you're going to change your mind, these are the things that y'all got to talk about. And, or if you, you know, or if you've decided 100% that it's not what you want, you got to tell him because maybe he decides that, Hey, actually I do want to have another kid. And mm-hmm. now she's like, you know what I mean? So you just never, you gotta, it's like, it's weird because I, 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 I I'm also of the, I'm of the belief. It's like at a certain age, especially if you're like dating in your thirties, talks like this shouldn't scare the person away. No. Cause you're not saying that like, I expect these things. It's like, it's ba- or, or from you necessarily like i don't like when i say like if you talk to somebody it's like hey i plan on i want to get married like it's not saying i want to marry you just know mm-hmm. that if we're doing this that's what the end goal is and if yeah. you're not down with that you can leave or you can stay if you are you know what i mean so but we shouldn't and that's what i'm saying like at, at 30 uh we shouldn't be in our 30s we shouldn't be having it should be awkward to have that conversation because yeah. like what are we doing at this point like in the 20s sure Mm-hmm. No. oh yeah early teens sure oh obviously <laughs> but i'm sorry like if you're 30 35 plus like yeah. this shouldn't be awkward it should be like what are we doing because why are we waiting like our life like literally at this point especially with the world that we're living in life is short like we, mm-hmm. i can be gone in about 20 30 years if if i'm lucky you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so am i gonna be spending it with you or do i need to go find somebody else i need to spend it with you know what i'm saying because yeah this shit we can't just keep playing the game like doing this shit for fun fun the fun part of dating is over that shit is done you know because I mean? yeah she she's like two months in feels so early but in a way it's not it's, it's not it's, it's really not like she not. asked it's not like she brought any of this up you know when they were at the museum checking out right. the exhibit at 3 a.m right that was well, a fr- yeah, yeah it's a first date obviously like, first date don't bring that shit up like get to know like get to know somebody see if you actually like them you know yeah. what I mean? and then if you actually feel yourself liking them then y'all have this conversation but if before then obviously not but yeah I mean? but now he's gi- he's given her keys he's giving her right. the coat you know right he's getting she's getting into his life more and he's right you know, getting into her life more and that's and as you said yeah. they're old enough let me tell you something. If I'm them. giving you my keys. You damn sure better not get weird about me talking about a future, motherfucker. <laughs> like you yeah, can come into my it. house at any time you want to. No, we having this conversation. Yeah. What the fuck you saying? <laughs> <laughs> so the episode concludes with them kind of walking along the, I think, a pier or something like that. And he's like yeah. kind of quiet. She's like, So is a vasectomy like permanent? He's like, I'm not gonna be reversing it. And she's like, I know that she fine, and then, but she does do what we talked about. The mature thing to do which she's like i know this is early but i think i could really be with you and um i want to say see if that's sort of something you're thinking but i want you to know i am 38 and he's like 38 is young and 
in Ohio. He's, yeah. He's like, we're kind of, he's like, all right, we're at this point so soon. He's like, but I could really be with you too. He's like, but I know who I am and I'm not going to kind of change my mind. I'm too old for that. Ha ha. This is triggering because I've definitely had this conversation with somebody. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. We'll get to that. But he, and he does say to her, he's like, being a parent is extraordinary. And if it's something you want, you know, I don't want you to miss that because of me because you should have everything you want mm-hmm. so she doesn't really answer that they just kind of hug and, and and cuddle up together and she's like and she admits in the voiceover she's like i still don't know what i want but i feel closer to an answer so i think that's i mean we kind of i think know the answer is that she's going to not choose to have or choose to not have children i should say yeah uh yeah so that 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 whole like that whole dialogue between them yeah like i literally said the same thing to it next i was like look i don't know i can tell you right now i don't want to have kids but if that's something that you know that you want to have that we shouldn't do this and she still was like let's do it i was like oh no all right (laughs) yeah hey listen that's hard that's hard because it's it's hard, I think, too, because in a way you're like, well, I like slash love this person so much, and I th- and I think they feel the same, so surely they will give me the one thing I really want. But that's nah. not how it works. No, nah, because it's also because it's like it's not just giving you what you want. It's more, it's more complicated than that. It's more yeah. complex than that, and it's it's more responsibility more responsibility in that because at the end of the day, too if it ultimately there's a person if we have a child together there's a person another person involved yeah. and if things don't work out between you and i we still have to make sure that this little person that we made is taken mm-hmm. care of and i've seen some situations where people are petty and messed up and jacked up and i just you know and i know i can tell you what if it was me and my ex if we had had that kid it would be one of those situations. I yeah. know for sure she's built that way. Yeah, and that's rough. And that's, that's rough on the kid. Rough and that's the kid. not fair to the kid. Not fair. At all. Like, it's, that's, you know. And it wouldn't be fair to somebody too, especially if you like, all right, well, I don't really want this, but I'll do it for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's, and that's definitely not like, and I, that's not the, how you want to go into parenthood, I don't think. You know no, I mean? maybe getting, yeah. Maybe getting married, maybe. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking... <laughs> A plus segue again. We're crushing these segues. <laughs> now let's fucking talk about Miranda. Oh boy. Fucking Miranda is out of control this episode. So as we mentioned, she's going on the honeymoon with Steve. Reluctantly. Reluctantly. You think she's being held at fucking gunpoint for this. I mean. <laughs> In, in her mind, she is. In her mind, she's like, I don't even know why we're doing this. I don't even know why he wants to do this. I'd rather be at home. Yeah. My files. This is bullshit. Watching TV and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and as a TV lover, I get it. But even I can unplug sometimes. And I love TV. Yeah. I got called I Mike TV by my aunt and uncle because of fucking Willy Wonka. Okay. I get it. I like TV. <laughs> I know. Mike TV, man. I was kind of pissed, but I was like, I was like, first of all, obviously I'm Charlie, but second of all, you're Mike, so you guys. But I was like, fine, if I had to be one of the sinner children, I'll be Mike, because I know I'm not a Veruca. Mike got to be on TV twice. That's he's the only kid that did that. So you know what? I also have been on TV, but I did not get shrunk. If anything, I got larger. 
That's nailed it. <laughs> Solid. I, I I couldn't even laugh at it because it was so good. I was like, mm. I just I had to appreciate it. Let it let it simmer in my mouth. Mm, Pause. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yes, Miranda and Steve are on their honeymoon, like in up in upstate New York in the mountains. Mm. And they're having sex, and I wrote, I hope they're wearing a fucking condom so they don't make a second kid. <laughs> right. I mean, listen, yeah, because one ball Steve can get it done. Yeah. <laughs> He's still got some strong ones. Because also, yeah, yeah when, when Brando was, you know, Charlotte was like, oh, I'll take the baby. He's so cute. She's like, cute wears off. Like, after a few days, you know, so think hard about if you want that. Like, I was like, do you, again, do you even wrong. like Steve? Do you even like this baby? What is wrong with you? <laughs> well, I think she was more warned because like, you know, she's getting more motherly now. She is. She's getting she more is. motherly now. I think she was just kind of warned. I, I really, I think that comment was really was for, for Carrie. Carrie. Yeah. Cause yeah. like she said cute, you know, Charlotte's like, I don't give a shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she wants a, she wants a baby in her Charlotte wants to be elbow deep in that baby food. Right. She's not yeah, yeah, she don't yeah. care. She don't care. So, but she's not wrong either. Cause like, you know, yeah. I definitely, cause like, listen, not all kids are made the same. And some yeah. of them are bad as hell. And like, after about <laughs> an hour, you're like, I'll, I'll fight this kid. Like straight up. <laughs> like four years old, he can catch the hands because y'all, <laughs> Y'all need to train. Y'all need. To, y'all need to tame this animal. Train this. Okay? this, this is not animal. A, this is not a baby. This is an animal, and you need to have him neutered <laughs> immediately. So uh, they, but they're they're post coital and they're cuddling. And Miranda, Miranda's like, oh, "Well, now what?" He's like, "Well, we just relax and hang out. We don't get to do that that often." She's like, yeah. "Oh, okay." And she's like, "Why don't I get out of bed and unpack?" And she she opens like a cupboard and there's like no tv or radio but she finds a cd player with the like fake native american music she, like the with the like flute playing it's so stupid <laughs> it's the, i laugh at that because i was like oh this is totally steve's like playing yeah it. like you know he 100 played this for sure yeah this is all steve's doing and so she Has goes to unpack and realizes she doesn't have her cell phone charger which i mean She's horrified. Look, I'm surprised, honestly, that age. she forgot that. I'm surprised yeah. she forgot that. I mean, I, as somebody like her, you would think that'd be number one. I'm the fucking cord queen. I'm I'm never without a cord, almost on a trip. Yeah. Like, I'm. Yeah, you need a cord. I got you. I'll. I'm. I'm cord queen. Well, honestly, Trademark. kudos to whatever phone that she has because I'm surprised that phone even has service. Like. Where they are, because like we're talking early two thousand, cell phone service wasn't as far spread as yeah, it is yeah. now. So like the fact that she could receive or make calls with that cell phone, especially with it being like half dead too, shit. Yeah, that's a good ass <laughs> phone. But Steve's like, well, just relax. You know, it's just the two of us. She looks like fucking horrified. Just, just us. But <laughs> yeah, <she's> like, well, <laughs> <laughs> you and me nothing else <laughs> yeah like oh the man i married <laughs> <laughs> but seriously though seriously oh because then they get to like they're in the tub and it's like very romantic and he he wants to get more romantic by washing her hair which i was like i don't know but that said I do love getting like a head massage. So like if sure. so if my feller was like, Can I wash your hair? I'd be like, No, but you can massage it like I'm a fucking giant cat and I will love you forever. 
that yeah 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 I, yeah that's the thing it's like you want to wash my hair like because even when she said i already did it i was like yeah i feel you right there like yeah i'd be like yeah. i also be like i already washed my hair yeah you wash it yeah like i don't want you wash like wash it because like i mean look it was already a romantic enough getaway he was like trying to make it like even more corny you know what i mean yeah like, he's he's overdoing a little but it's a I, little bit you can't little hate bit. him because he wants this so bad like, He's, He's trying. trying. I get it. And I'm not gonna disrespect him for the man for trying. However, it was even for me as a closeted romantic. I was like, all right, you doing too much, my guy. Like this yeah. is like this is straight out of a fucking novel. Like, stop well, it. he says he's like it's like the, an out of Africa, which I think is Stop Street Red, yeah, <laughs> Robert Redford. Yeah. Um, I've never seen it or read the book. I know it's people liked it, but it doesn't have, quite have the long term cultural cachet because I. I just never got around to it, but yeah, not, uh, not too many uh, out of Africa references going around. These no, days. they don't. They don't typically come up. Um, <laughs> I can say they do. Yeah. Uh, of course, they get. She gets to open her eyes, and so she's like a lunatic about that. <laughs> and then, uh, well, we we uh, well, so care. Or excuse me, Miranda is moping at the cabin. Uh, but that I forgot. We have one other Charlotte moment, uh, yeah. which is her and Harry are having sex, and the Brady wakes up and like sees them and is like making noise and laughing and stuff like that. And Charlotte's like, "No, Scarlet, wife, he saw us having sex. Oh my god, like she's losing her mind." I mean, literally, even if even <laughs> if he could recognize what was actually, I mean, you don't really see nothing like. She's pretty covered up. Yeah, like, she's mostly. Harry's got her she... pretty wrapped up. Like yeah. she's and like the bottom parts of both of them are like pretty covered up. I mean, honestly, it looked like they were just having a, a naked a hug. Hugging. Yeah, hugging. <laughs> a naked hug. Yeah. But she calls Miranda in a panic, and yeah, Harry's like teasing her. He's like, he just said sex is weird and bad, and. I... <laughs> There that was, was like yeah that was like it was like th- those that, that joke and then the joke that alexander made was like the two like couple cuteness kind of jokes solid like, like dude like oh uh, yeah like this is like it's crushed it's, it yeah crushed it. <laughs> he, he crushed it he's like yeah sex is weird and bad <laughs> like poor Char- i mean it, poor charlotte because you know she's freaking out but you know that she died inside when he said that even though yeah. she knew part of him was joking still she was just like oh no but what he's like no what if he did uh so miranda's like should i come home and Charlotte's like no no and kind of hangs up abruptly and miranda like wails when the phone dies and wakes steve up and she's she's trying to get up out of there she was like looking for any excuse to try to come any excuse yeah because he's like well hey come back to bed and she's like i can't have this much sex and time with you i miss fair to be fair sex yeah, I mean, she was saying they made there there for four days. And mm-hmm. The first three days they were having sex twice a day. I mean, I imagine there's probably some chafing going on. Yeah, I mean, he's sleeping half the time. So does that tell you? <laughs> I mean, I mean, man's worn I, out. <laughs> I don't even. I mean, for a guy to have only one testicle, he's very virile. Because yeah, if he's yeah. having sex, that you know what I mean? Like Jesus, man. Like I can't even have that that much sex in a four day weekend. Like I'm talking like a once a day type of. You yeah. know what I mean? Twice a day, and he's not even popping pills. This is all natural. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Show me your workout regimen and diet, because I don't right? know how you got this kind of stamina, my guy. <laughs> Plays a lot of basketball. I don't know if that's a seat. maybe that's what, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Um. So you know, 
Miranda like snaps and flips out on him and she's like I'm just not the honeymoon type do you hate me he's like well no but it's my honeymoon too and I like quiet sometimes and she's like four days is so long he's like it's literally not that long that but that's it's only this long because this is all I can get off from work (laughs) poor Steve I feel this is where I feel really bad like yeah you i think you would like fucking regret marrying her if you were in his position yeah i mean he's a goof or whatever but like that it's 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 he's a charming goof now and also too like he deserves a better girl than that yeah like she's so if it's she's could be great for somebody else but not for him yeah she you know and uh just the way she treats him this whole episode is like i just can't yeah she just like wants to get away from him the whole time like yeah i didn't think they only went out there for like two days she would still be that miserable you know yeah uh so she does apologize for being an asshole and he's like you know it's fine we're leaving in the morning the honeymoon's over and she's like oh my god tell me that again and like that turns her off poor steve that's that's the rest of his life right there because oh i we did forget to mention the uh, before she gets the Charlotte call, she does talk to Carrie in the middle of the woods. Like basically, like you were saying, the cell phone reception is top notch. I mean, <laughs> I'm saying though, like I don't know how far upstate New York or how far upstate in New York they were at, but I mean, I imagine like a few miles outside of the city, that reception would be mad choppy. So the fact yeah. that she was able to receive and make calls is kind of, and as I said. Not only was she able to receive and make calls, but the but the phone battery was half dead. And I don't know if you remember cell phones back then. If it was half dead, it's it gone. basically was useless. It was basically yeah. useless. Like even in the city, you couldn't even use that shit. Yeah. So I mean, they needed who they should have been the sponsor of like AT&T or whatever. Like yeah. it should have said, whoever the responsible for that service was was amazing. Um, yeah, she was roaming like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, the bills. <laughs> she was yeah, roaming bills. And roaming at that time, that was like ten that was like ten dollars a second. What did you talking? Heaven forbid she tried to te- connect to the Sheesh. internet for two seconds. <laughs> it's over. It's a hundred dollar charge right there just from logging on. Um my god, but that's where the should conversation comes from. She's like, I should yeah. want to be on my honeymoon and want to spend time with my husband, but I don't because I'm a bitch, basically. Sorry. I know where else I know everybody's supposed to like Miranda more because she's like the strong independent woman, but rewatching this, I was like, she's really unnecessarily mean to a lot of people. And yeah. I I'm like, you can be a strong independent lady and well, not be mean too. like Samantha. Well, and that's the thing too. It's like because like a lot of people will probably say like, well, if they, if she was a guy, everybody would be okay with it. No, if no. she was a guy, they'd be a fucking dick. Yeah. Period. Huge. Yeah. Huge. She'd be a dick. Like if Steve was a woman, or the roles were reversed, and Steve was this asshole treating Miranda like that, everybody would collectively say this guy is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like why is he with it? Like, uh, what's that? What's that movie? Fucking. Um, oh God damn it! What's the movie with Paul Rudd and fucking? What's her name from Parks and Rec? Rosita Jones. What's the movie that they did where they were a couple? Oh, I Love You, Man? Yes. Right? Remember, uh, 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 I can't think of his fucking name. Jason Siegel? No, not Jason Siegel. Oh, I haven't, I've only seen it one time. Jamie Presley's husband in that, uh, fucking, what's his name? He was in Iron Man. He was happy in Iron Man. Uh, oh, John Favreau. Yeah, Favreau. Yeah, his like he was basically Miranda in that movie, and everybody was like, "This guy's a fucking dick." 
Mm-hmm. So that's what she would be if, like, if the roles were reversed, if Steve was, you know, the man yeah, and yeah. being like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's a dick. Period. She's, yeah. Because he even said it. He said, she's like, oh, I'm an asshole. He's like, yeah, you're an asshole. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like wouldn't like. Oh, what a miserable honeymoon! Like, who would want that? Who want like? It is refreshing to see a woman be an asshole, though, because like sometimes you know, they always make it seem like it's only men out there being assholes. Like yeah. on TV, on TV, yeah, they yeah. make it seem like it's like the guy being an asshole. But it's like, yeah, women can be assholes too. You know, we don't call them that because it's like a, a guy swear word. But like, yeah, yeah. y'all could be assholes. Y'all could be assholes, straight up. And that and that's not a quality. Yeah, <laughs> not a good. It's not a great quality. It's... <laughs> no, 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 no. Part part of achieving equity and yeah. equality. Oh, is... equal. I just said. I said equality, sorry. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, sorry. It's my Michigan uh, accent. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good old equality over here. Equality, eh? Um, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, is, is everybody can be an asshole. Oh, straight up. Yeah, for sure. Man, woman, you know, non-binary, non-gender conforming, uh, straight, uh, homosexual, so on and so forth, LGBTQIA plus, uh, disabled, race, yeah. creed, everybody can be an asshole. Straight no quali- nothing accepts you from being yeah. an asshole. Not really. If, if yeah. you are one. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. And that's humanity, baby. Yeah, <laughs> Wrapped up. Well, let's get on to you, Samantha. Boom. So Samantha is at the doctor with Carrie getting distracted by Carrie after the lobectomy and getting the results. And so the good news is it's stage one. The lumpectomy went really well, but they still want to do chemotherapy. Real quick. Yeah. Because this was confusing to me and, and mm-hmm. I, as somebody that has been experienced with this personally. Uh, so does stage one mean that there's still cancer in you? I actually don't know. Okay. <laughs> I did. She's, like, she's like, I was trying to stage four. I don't know what the fuck this is. I know. Like, <laughs> she's like, I, I was in four. Stage three slash four because with me, mine was like starting to tippy tap on some other organs and that's what mm. makes it stage four, I guess. I see. I see, I see. Um, again, with a blood cancer lymphoma, it's it's different and like it's a manageability mm-hmm. like stage four you're like that's fucking bad right like you immediately hear, you're like oh fuck yeah. um but they that was like one of the first things that Kyle just said to was like stage four is different in blood cancers than it right. is with like breast or or you know lung or any other type of cancer okay. uh so cool that I had that okay said, good job okay good times um <laughs> but they still want to do chemotherapy I think it is sort of just like on the off chance that they didn't get everything from the lump, it's still in the blood somewhere, you know, oh, or, or a roaming cell is like gonna go rogue and betray you. So it's it's mostly preventative, but it's like, Actually, hey, you, you gotta do it, you know, okay. better safe than sorry. And and Samantha asked the question that I think we all ask when we get diagnosed with anything is why me? <laughs> I definitely said that. I was like, the fuck did I do? Yeah, shit. Yeah, I yeah. kept insisting I was a Nazi in a previous life, and my mom said that was not funny and to stop making that joke. <laughs> well, the guys who, who uh murdered Emmett Till definitely got the hardest forms of cancer. They got did bone they? cancer. Yeah, they but both the guys, the, the two guys that were responsible for his death, they got bone cancer, which is like 
the the roughest version of bone cancer. I don't. Or of cancer, period, excuse me. I don't typically wish cancer on other people. I mean, but in this but case, hashtag, I think you're okay. <laughs> hashtag no regrets hashtag, that they got hashtag it. Hashtag karma. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, and I, it's okay for me to say that because I'm I mean, a cancer look, patient. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like not only did they get cancer, they got the worst form of like, like the, the most way, painful, really the most bad. painful, uncurable, like suffering version of it. It's like, mm. you know, for people to claim you're innocent, the universe kind of paid you back in the worst way. So maybe you weren't so innocent, my boy. <laughs> so yeah, yes, I maintain I did something bad in a past life, and uh, my mom kept saying, "No, that's not possible. Stop saying that." No, there's no way you did because if you, if you did something bad, you wouldn't have. Uh, got through it yes there you go just some so, bad luck yeah it's just bad luck yeah it's really yeah. all it was yeah uh well i have a theory which i'll get to in a second um yeah. and so the doctor was like well you know it just sometimes it happens you don't have a family history but it could be diet lifestyle he's like sometimes women who are older who don't have kids are have it more often or at higher risk and samantha is super annoyed by that she's like oh i see so i brought this on myself which he did not say he at all. He did not say that. <laughs> he did not. He did. He did hit towards it. He went try. It was like no like shade on his part. Not he at all. He was just naming off the things that are possible. Yeah. <laughs> and she went. She flew off. <laughs> she was like, "Fuck you!" And the stethoscope <laughs> he rode in on. <laughs> he was so confused. He was like, "I, but I, I'm just being a doctor. Like you don't yeah. want me to be a doctor." <laughs> Yeah, like what the hell? He's like, I'm just, um, just a doctor. I didn't know that this was personal. What what happened? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, how mad she gets like that. And I definitely had, you know, like, well, did I do something? And you know, with like with breast cancer, it's often very genetic. Like you can get genetic testing for that. Sometimes it's just bad luck. I've been told, I feel like I've read that lymphoma is environmental. Which uh-huh. brings me to my Aaron Brockovich theory of how okay. I got it. Now, bear with me for at most two minutes. I'll try to make it fast. So, please, no, no, go for it. I, go as for it, as on. you may have guessed, we talked about. I work in entertainment, entertainment mm. news, and stuff like that. Very mm. often, I'm in older studios. Now, mm. I have a friend who uh, literally got diagnosed about six months before I did with almost the exact same type of lymphoma. She has a slightly different one. I had okay. like lymphoma, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, large diffuse B cell to be precise. And I'd be precise like that because in the past couple of years, there have been a handful of people who have announced their uh, diagnosis. Jeff Bridges, uh, Jane Fonda, Mark Hoppus from Blink-182 have all had lymphoma. I know for sure Mark Hoppus had the same type I did, which I think he said his mom did. Okay. They kind of say lymphoma is not genetic, but I have an aunt who also had it. So I'm like, okay maybe we need to study it more but regardless Mm. uh so these actors have had it um where i used to work there was almost like a cancer cluster unfortunately there was uh, several people who had different types of cancer now that's you know causations correlation whatever you know Mm. it could there's any number of reasons unfortunately uh one of the senior producers she did not survive other people did though um but we all work in this older 
studio building mm-hmm. that was refurbished or renovated to house the offices that we had and a lot of those people had also worked at a previous studio lot that was even older people had joked how nasty the pipes were and the air was and all this that and the other thing and i believe there was a younger guy who had like testicular cancer and never met him he, he made it but he you know you would think oh that's pretty young to get that but uh uh and then obviously my friend she also works in entertainment has been in older studio buildings so my theory and then with all the actors who i just mm-hmm. rattled off possibly you know chadwick boseman just passed mm-hmm. and everything my prevailing theory is that there is something in the building materials maybe not asbestos because i know that typically affects lungs more mm-hmm. but there's something in the building materials of these older studio buildings that are all over hollywood that has a you know potentially I mean, it's cancer, possible it's possible because like how many of these studios have actually been like renovated or rebuilt probably yeah. zero like they you know replace things and put you know mm-hmm. updated them as far as you know equipment or, or like you know yeah. access for equipment and stuff like that but I mean, most of these studios, I mean, I, I could, you could probably walk on the WB lot and still touch the same walls that, like, you know, Buster Keaton touched. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, So that's my prevailing theory. Now, I always joke, I'm like, I want to get in there and get the, like, whatever, like the studio equivalent of, like, the Aaron Brockovich frog, you know, she finds the right. frog and, and the... the... <laughs> yeah yeah somewhere. i mean it might be it but might i be i stand shit. by it you know if they yeah. say it's environmental and actually my aunt who did it, she does not work in hollywood uh but she used she thinks she might have got it from roundup she used a lot of weed killer she's an avid avid gardener and oh no that yard that that's confirmed yeah that's like that yeah. i remember saying because on tv there was a uh you know they have to do this like if you use this product yeah. you might be eligible like I saw that, yeah, I remember uh, at the, this was like not too long ago, this was like a few, like maybe six months or so ago, I was seeing that ad on TV mm-hmm. at the gym when I was on the treadmill, it'd be like, you know, if you use Roundup at around yeah. this time, blah, 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 like, yeah, 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 so, so that's possible. For her, that's certainly a possibility. For me, it's either the Hollywood studio thing, or also my neighbors next door, Um didn't use specifically roundup but they routinely got their lawn like we called it chem lawn i don't know if that's mm. the actual product but they got their lawn chem lawn on a routine basis with to make it look nice and tidy and green and we were like we're gonna let ours go to clover we don't give a shit because uh, we're not lawn people um possible and so i played that you know so even though it was like don't play on the grass for a day okay great i didn't play on the grass for a day and what next door the next day what's the difference really right is it that right. much sturdier my mom right. used to joke she's like i thought the boys it's two brothers i played with next door she's like i thought those boys are gonna be infertile i was like well yeah. no, one of them's got three kids so it's fine yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so that you know there's any number of reasons um i know i get the vibe every so often that because i'm overweight I caused my own cancer, but that's not the sole reason that you can get cancer by any means. That doesn't help, but it doesn't. It's not like I was juggling plutonium laced, <laughs> uh, you know, fried foods. So, <laughs> anyway, so I stand by Samantha being frustrated with just the why me nature of it. Yeah. And uh, she does storm out of there. And I do love, she's like, You're lucky to have touched my breasts. <laughs> to the it's a male doctor because she also she was like i want a female doctor who's not going to ju- judge me for this 
which is generally a good idea is sort of finding a doctor you identify with. Uh, not yeah. always a guarantee, uh, but just right. Go. I mean, I'm sure, but you know, it. There are. There, I mean, there could be something else that a female doctor might see or might yeah, have a different opinion on. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because you know. They just have, I guess, but I, I don't know. I don't know how to really say it without seeming somewhat sexist, but it's like they probably know the female body a little bit better than the men. I mean, you know. Yeah, and in theory, might believe a woman more. There have been a lot of, you know, stories, especially for women of color mm-hmm. in the medical system, where doctors, often male, yeah. um, don't take their concerns seriously. Well, it's, and it's also too, because it's like, it's hard to trust that because. It, you have to get a second opinion because you know doctors are people too, and yeah. especially if they you know run you know at a hospital or even having their own private practice, this could be another way of getting money into their private practice by saying, "Oh, you got to go do a round of chemo." And since you know our medical treatments aren't free, chemo costs a lot of money. I mean, I know you know this, oh, yeah. so yeah. you know what I mean. Like, that shout just, out you know, to the state of California's Cover right. California and state yeah. disability programs. Those you know what I'm saying? And remember, the Republicans are threatening to take away your Medicare and Medicaid, and if you're an older individual, that will impact you and uh, make, should you, God forbid, get cancer or other other problems and whatnot, make life really fucking hard for you. And that's what I'm saying. So that's why I was saying for her, like, she, you know, getting a second opinion, she may have been upset about like, what he said, but also, it's just not a bad idea because, again, because, yeah. like, I mean, how many sort have we heard where it's like doctors have recommended you know you take this certain kind of medication and you go to another doctor like why are you on this you didn't need this this mm-hmm. does nothing for you because they want they wanted to get money you know what i'm saying yeah or they're just you know in all fairness to to doctors as much as i had a lot of medical frustrations last year with what my mom went through and everything yeah uh they are uh generally overworked and yeah. rushed and whatnot it's also too it's like kind of got to give them a break because it's like dude they went through eight to 12 years of school you think they remember all that shit they remember yeah. all that shit <laughs> there's no way our human brain can keep in that much knowledge and know every fucking thing unless you're just like some kind of savant but like yeah. most people aren't so um and so at the brunch where you know they're offering to watch Brady and everything like that you know Samantha's talking about the like you know he basically said I because I didn't have kids I caused my own cancer and that I'm a whore and everyone's like that's Carrie's like that's not that's what not, he said I was there that's not even that's not even a, a fraction of what he not said even paraphr- not even paraphrase right yeah not at all but uh shout out to Samantha for being honest when she at the end of the brunch where she's like Miranda's like I'm really thankful you guys you know offered to take Brady and, and Samantha's like well you know i wouldn't uh then besides smith is coming back to town and she's like and i always choose sex over babies and that's why i have cancer <laughs> i like that she read it she read it back on herself that's yeah that's but she does weird. mention that she's going to go to this like highly sought after like private practice or a different private practice anyway oncologist yeah. um and so she goes there she's trying to flex on the receptionist like dropping names all over the place and the receptionist is like she is booked till march yeah that is it i have nothing yeah. to offer you well she because she was even mentions names or like names of people that know said doctor yeah it's like and that still didn't even get the the, the receptionist was like i don't know what to tell you there yeah. is nothing until march 
and they and she heard that if you just wait around sometimes you can drop in yeah and so she decides to wait and she sits next to this woman who is played by julia sweeney of snl uh that, okay yeah that's why i was like why does her face why she looks so familiar thank you thank you that's it and uh not so fun fact but interesting nonetheless she did a monologue performance because shortly after she left snl her brother was diagnosed with lymphoma and she found out she had cancer around the same time sadly her brother did not survive but she did and she told made the experiences into like a you know serious kind of one woman monologue comedy thing and it i know it got like an hbo special or something like that because i would see it on tv i don't think i ever watched it uh because i was like too little but um it's it's a nice piece of casting that she went through a very real life situation like that um but uh she's talking with samantha and she's like i've been waiting here for like a couple days and i'm you know i still haven't gotten in samantha's like well nothing's stopping me don't you worry and you know if if we get in obviously you're you're first she's like but i said she's like i'm determined to get what i want i said i'd get backstage and meet mick jagger once and i did and i blew him and the woman's like okay all right cool cool, cool. (laughs) Uh, and then samantha is like you know not deprived what kind of cancer do you have and she's like breast cancer and she's like and how many kids do you have and she's like oh i don't have any i'm a nun like a full-on catholic nun now she's not we should point out she's not wearing a habit or anything like that so that's why samantha does not immediately know that she's a nun yeah but it's i mean of all people for her to sit next to of all the the people never had a penis in her yeah ever um and samantha's like so you've never had sex and she's like nope and that kind of makes samantha feel not exactly better but just sort of like well, hey, if a nun's getting breast cancer too, right. like, like, yeah. So yeah, obviously, her ridiculous notion of that, like, oh, I'm such a whore, that's why I got cancer. Yeah. Like, that's not like God smiting me. It's like, no, it's yeah. You just bad luck. That's really all it is. But then I love this exchange because she asks, and then she's like, "Hey, do you know? Are you allowed to masturbate?" And the nun is like, "You know, I've never asked." And- well, because like, that's, <laughs> I mean, it's kind because like I, I feel like. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Okay, maybe this is just yeah. my personal experience. But I was like, but I feel like if you've never had sex, then you probably don't need to come take care of business. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you have noticed that like, if you never had sex, I mean, okay, because I'm not, I'm not a woman, so I, I don't know. Like it might be different for men because, like, you know, we can, like, a man even if he never had sex and still have like a wet dream or like. Mm-hmm. The, the right kind of friction could make him like pop off and then yeah. now you're masturbating your ass off you know what I mean but I don't know if that's the case it's for women definitely you know not I mean? quite the same the, you know I uh actually it could best be described in an SNL sketch like pre-taped video thing with Elizabeth Banks it is a song called like first got horny to you or it's like you first okay. see like your first boy band person or like an actor in a movie and okay. you kind of, you know, you, you hug a pillow a little too tight, <laughs> you know. Okay. Okay. Or wiggle around and kind of you you definitely you get those urges, but it's not quite the same. Like a, not like a stiff breeze will cause them kind of a thing, you know. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. And so it's like, 
uh takes a little things, more though. i guess is what yeah, so i was like <laughs> so yeah so when she's like you know have you you know have you masturbated it's like that probably wouldn't be something that's ever popped into her mind because if she's never had sex then she's probably never had an orgasm which usually masturbation is a result of having had an orgasm you like want to mm-hmm. feel that again yeah yeah you know uh but i love that she's like well i you know then she's just left thinking about if she's allowed to masturbate or not she's like well thanks for getting my mind off cancer for like the first time in like a week holy crap <laughs> like she's totally you know yeah blown away basically um so later samantha's out with smith and she's encouraging him to stay at the party because of one of the worst age lines no one's fault in the show but she's like you should stay harvey weinstein is here oh shit. <laughs> different time it was i like, thought that i heard that i was like different she time harvey weinstein. i know well this was before yeah. well this I was gonna say this is this, before we knew he was a monster, but I was gonna say this is before the public the public knew, knew he yeah. was a monster. Everybody I was working with him knew, but everybody like, knew they didn't. They know nobody yeah. said nothing because he was so 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 powerful. I guess. Incidentally, you should everyone should watch. She said excellent movie about the journalists who uh, broke that reporting. Oh, and cool. a great and a great sure. insight into how that kind of journalism works about okay. getting sources and. Confer, you know how they go about confirming things and talking with people and on the record off the record it's it's actually kind of educational not in a boring way but just in in, in, like if you've ever kind of wondered well how do they get people to talk how do they get people to you know or what makes this printable and as far as like Mm. journalism standards go um that's that's an excellent movie to watch. No, I'm sure there'll there'll be people who are like that's not right, but I mean I mean that from like a yeah political sense, not an actual like journalist right, right contradicting right. it. But anyway, not the point. Uh, just hilarious that that line has aged like milk, as they say. Oof, worse than milk. <laughs> that should age like bread. <laughs> oh. So uh, Smith is like, no, no, I, I did all the parties in LA. I'm, I want to come home with you. And they're they're about to walk out to a bunch of paparazzi. And she's like, I'll I'll leave first. It's fine. And he's like, something's off. What's what's been going on? You, you've been distant with sex, and you you know what's happening. And so she confesses that she has cancer. To him, yeah, I, that that threw me off because I, I guess because he just got back in town. So I guess that's yeah. not like something she would call and tell him. Yeah, that's uh, generally. I think with a partner, that's something you want to tell them in person. <laughs> yeah, that's. But that was just wild to me that like, and he, yeah, I was like, first thing I was like, wait, she didn't tell him, but like, also I just don't think that's just as a, you know, what I mean, because you don't even really consider them like in a relationship yeah. per se still. So, you know, she wouldn't call and be like, hey, babe, I gotta tell you something. Yeah. Anyway. So back at the fancy oncologist's office, Samantha is still waiting. The nun arrives in in the full habit just to try to Gangster, see right? if she can flex a little. Gangster, right? <laughs> so like, funny. That's I just, love I, it. Listen, any means necessary, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this, you know, this receptionist is of course stolen, stonewalling her again because she's like, "There's nothing I can do." Blah blah. But then she flips through her tabloid mag that she has, and she sees the paparazzi picture of Samantha with Smith, and she's like, "Wait." are you like smith's girlfriend 
and she's like i am and she, well, she says i guess i am i guess i am i yeah. guess i am yeah she still is because that's why i was like you know that's right that's yeah, what yeah. kind of made me feel i was like oh yeah she wouldn't tell her because she's still not really considering them like in a relationship yeah um, even though they are like especially after the last episode which again i don't know how the fuck they are that she fucks richard but it's still hey listen yeah. not, 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 my, not my place you know what i'm saying <laughs> we got another aiden on our hands but it's not my place <laughs> not my place yeah um, worse because well i don't know carrie do some pretty fucked shit too yeah yeah this is the only time smith has really screwed it up this way carrie kept doing it yeah that's true that's a good yeah. point that's a good point yeah. anyway um but the like smith is even like the receptionist like screen background which is hilarious <laughs> i'm the absolute ad by the way yeah, i should point yeah. out <laughs> yeah i noticed that yeah i'm like not a very professional uh screensaver but you getting back there you know flicking that beam yeah she she's allowed to she's not a nun <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair um <laughs> And Samantha's like, well, you know, he's very loyal and he would actually come by the office if I got an appointment. And, you know, if you got her an appointment too, he might even give you a kiss. And the receptionist is like, I'll do it. I could do it. I could put you in early. She doesn't love, the doctor doesn't love to do it, but it can be done. Squeezes her in, gets uh, gets the nun in just before Samantha and all is well. Listen, uh, first of all, Samantha is a real G because like she didn't have to get the the the, the other girl in. She could easily just been like, Oh, you got my appointment, cool, I'm out. But like the fact that she still just met this woman and was still like, you know what? I got you too. See, Samantha's who everyone should want to be. She's the she is the strong independent person who's not an asshole like Miranda all the time. Right. Look, she's looking out for other people, doing the right thing, but she's still like a fucking boss. You know, running her shit, got herself a hot dude, and taking care of everything. Like, it's it's crazy. Just as you mature and times change, you you and you reevaluate the show, and you realize uh-huh. that Samantha is the one. Samantha uh, is, is. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, one. everybody wants to be a Carrie. Like, I think if you could, if you could find a way to blend like Charlotte and Samantha together, you'd have like an unstoppable force oh of a God. woman. I mean, yes. it would just be like, she'd be too perfect, but no one could have her because she's too perfect. <laughs> no, it's too powerful. It's too powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even think about it. Your scientists, are so, your scientists are so busy wondering if they could combine Samantha and Charlotte, they didn't stop to ask if they should. should. <laughs> That's what happens when you cross the streams. When you went Samantha, <laughs> Samantha and Charlotte together, it's the world powerful. implodes. It's too powerful. <laughs> Because, yeah, everyone bags on Charlotte for being a prude, but, like, at the end of the day, she's not that prude. Like, she is. She's not that prude. She, you yeah, know. she's not that prude. And she's just, like, a, like, like you know, like, if you're looking for a wife, like, that's, I, I think most dudes would be like, oh, I, I think that's the one. That's, yeah. You know, most, the type most of girl, yeah. Standard issue dudes would go for Charlotte, for sure. Yeah. Carrie is, like. Standard issue. <laughs> <laughs> I hear standard issue, I just think oh. of, like. Yeah. Oh, sorry, dude. Sorry to bring you back there. <laughs> standard issue. Mark 19. Anyway. Um Harry, yeah, Miranda is, you know, too much of like an independent. She's hyper independent. I think it wouldn't matter, frankly, what gender she'd be with. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He's no. like hyper independent to a literal fault. Like, yeah. And like I and I say that as someone who's pretty hyper independent, like 
you know doesn't like to ask for help and stuff like that but i'm yeah. also not like a bitch to other people about it. right <laughs> she's yeah. just straight up mean about it uh well, that's the thing too is like when you you're that much of an asshole it's hard to even ask for help because it's yeah. like you probably know that you're a dick and you probably know that most people are going to be like no nah, i don't want to help you yeah. <laughs> no thank you i don't have time no thank you <laughs> and then carrie's too flighty and flaky yeah. and unreliable and yeah. like oh it's supposed to be cute that she's like a quirky gal but it's like that's actually so annoying to deal with in real life and unpredictable which is and unpredictable, something yeah. you, you, that's something you definitely don't want in a relationship for sure yeah. it's like what what how are you gonna how are you gonna fuck this up for us in some way <laughs> yeah. well the show's nice. not even over but we still declare samantha the winner <laughs> top g top g and for sure we've got some more episodes together so come back next week uh, where you can find and you can find us the show on instagram at show me what podcast that's the easiest spot to find us and that'll take you to twitter and facebook and youtube and all the great places you can see us online and you can see me online on twitter instagram and tiktok at elizabeth movies and chris where can they see you uh you can find me on all, all socials medias at christopher t mac on all the things and as always our little australia candles this episode is coming out after valentine's day but if so if you fucked up your valentine's day plans buy a candle and make it up to your sweetheart 10 off buy two. if you fuck if you can get her nothing buy buy two buy three okay yes yeah, yeah it's you know hard. how they always show like filling an apartment with candles like as a romantic thing why not do that without her well, australia candles and promo code show me miss and save some money gang, um because you're gonna be spending out the wazoo trying to fill an apartment with candles but because you done fucked up <laughs> facts facts uh or if you didn't fuck up and you just want to buy a candle you can do that too yeah australia link is in the bio (laughs) and that's it for this week and we will see you guys next week watch this